Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. Welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. Ophelia and Jean-Claude. The two of you were sleeping peacefully, and then you sort of were stirred a bit by the, the conversations between Thucydides and Pyralis. Uh, and then you guys opened your eyes, and you found yourselves back at the Dragonborn camp that you were at, you know, like a week ago? Maybe longer? Uh, and it seems like the camp is dark and quiet and almost as if it's kind of abandoned. Uh, however, you heard Pyralis in a tent uh, mention uh, that she, you know, thanked somebody named Zyklon Bloodbane for their time. Uh, do you guys happen to remember who that is? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, someone uh, we don't want to uh, be seen. We don't want to be. We don't want him to see us. Uh, that is correct, though. Presumably, you're not a hundred percent. But I mean, this might be one of the dreams that Pyralis was talking about. Could it's be. the only thing that makes sense to you. Yep. Uh, you guys have full health. It's as if you got a full night's sleep. You guys have spells back, abilities back, key points back, everything. You're full. Uh, and you're just sort of kind of standing here in the middle of this camp. Uh, it sounds like Pyralis is having kind of a hushed conversation with the Zyklon guy in a tent uh, that's, you know, maybe about 60 feet away. And then otherwise, the entryway to the camp is completely open. Uh, though when you look down the, the path, that led down to the, the, the trail before, it just sort of becomes darkness. It's just kind of this, like, almost as if you'd be walking into, like, a void, uh, which seems a little weird. Think Claude, I, think uh, this is your, I think this is the dream. I think you're right. I think, uh, yeah, this is definitely the dream. Uh, do we sh- Should we walk over to the tent? Yeah, let's see if we can catch what's going on around here. Okay. Uh, do you want to sneak up or do you want to just walk in? We should sneak. Let's, uh, sneak. Yeah. Stealth checks. The both of you. We don't want to go. Yeah, we don't want to go into the tent. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, uh, Sixteen. Uh, nine. I uh, with a nine. I. Uh, the voices in the tent stop as you walk up, maybe about thirty feet, and you think maybe they heard something. 
and uh, make perception checks to both of you uh, with disadvantage. Uh, 16. 10. Uh, with a 10, you don't quite catch what's said, but Pyralis says something. Uh, Ophelia, you hear her say, I'm sure it was nothing. Let us continue the conversation. And whispering continues. I whispered John Claude. I, sh- I don't. I don't think they're onto us. Okay, so let's uh, quietly get closer. Yes. Stealth checks again, please. Uh, Seventeen. No. Uh, Thirteen. The two of you creep up fairly quietly, and I. Uh, you guys are, are around the corner from the tent and can kind of listen in a bit. And you hear uh, a really, really harsh voice that almost sounds like it's maybe speaking through a mask. Uh, speaks to Pyralis. And so you have the audacity to tell me how I'm going to control my soldiers? Pyralis says, I have no audacity. I just merely think that this is the perfect time. The perfect time to help reforge our empire. Do you think that this could happen? Why? Just pay that no mind. You know who I am. We fought in a war together. You should be aware that I have only one priority. And that priority has not changed since the time I was a young lady. You mean while you were... She says, yes, that. And they kind of whisper amongst themselves a little bit. Uh, the two of you make constitution saving throws. That's bad news. Uh, 15. I had a... I saw one on screen for a second and I panicked. I'm like, oh, no, that's 14. my bonus. 14. With a 14 and a 15, you guys smell something acrid. And it feels like, almost like you have to stifle a cough. Maybe we should back up a little bit. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Wasn't this the guy who released, like, toxic fumes when he landed before? I think so. I think we need to uh, back up out of the way because, uh, yeah, let's do that. Stealth checks or are you running? Uh, Stealth. Stealth. Hey, that's better. (laughs) Mine's not. 14. Oh, 22. (laughs) You guys creep away, and as you do so and get around one of the uh, tents, you see the cloaked form of Pyralis step out of the tent, as well as a really old dragonborn. He seems very, very old. He's probably in his 70s? Maybe 80s? Kind of hard to tell. Uh, He has green scales. He's scarred up. His green scales aren't very bright. They're kind of dulled at this point. Uh, but he seems to be wearing what looks to be an odd mask. 
And the mask kind of, he breathes through it heavily. Uh, if you guys want, you can make an arcana check on the mask. Uh, 19. That is a... 15. With a 15, it's a little hard to tell, but you feel like he's breathing through the mask. Uh, you think that it must be maybe magic of some kind. Uh, Ophelia, you're very sure this is some kind of mask that prevents him from taking, or at least resists, poison damage. And as he walks out, uh, and he seems to be wearing uh, uh, armor that has uh, uh, green scales on it. It's like green scale mail. Uh, that's much brighter than his own scales. Uh, he steps out, and uh, green mist kind of hangs on him. Though Pyralis does not seem bothered in the least. She stands beside him and doesn't seem to, to be affected by it. However, you see her hood clearly look in your guys' direction. You think that she sees you. Um, I think uh, we're spotted. And she turns right. back to Zyklon, and she says, So I can hope for your assistance in this matter. And he says, I will consider it. But what are you looking at? And he goes to turn, and you guys kind of duck behind the, uh, the tent. And she says, Oh, it won't be a concern, I assure you. He says, I don't... Uh, go ahead, sir. Oh, no, go on. I, I don't know if uh, he can see us. Hmm. But she definitely can. Well, this is a dream. It's her dream, apparently, so... That would make sense. Do you think she knows that it's, like, us-us? Or do you think she just thinks we're weird? And well, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure she, she thinks we're weird and skulking around, but... Uh, We'll have to ask her later if uh, she recognizes us. Okay, let's just play it cool when she, when she comes over. Mm-hmm. Well, she isn't, doesn't seem to be coming over. She's still talking with uh, Zyklon uh, very quietly now off to the side. Uh, you guys are now a distance enough away that you can't really hear their conversation. Uh, it sounds like she's trying to convince him to do something for her. Uh, but he seems a little reluctant. What do you think it is that they're trying to get that she's trying to get him to do? I don't know. I mean, I have no idea. This seems to be in the past of some kind, uh, some sort, but uh, I don't know how far in the past it is. I, I have no idea. I'm not sure. Or do you think? I mean, because this is a dream world. Maybe this never even happened. Maybe she just dreamt that this might happen. I don't know. I don't know how these things work. Look at me. What do I know? I'd argue can we that. uh can we roll Arcana to see what we know about how the this land works? Yeah, the land of Nod, the realm of dreams. Absolutely, Arcana checks. Ooh, natural twenty. Ooh, no fourteen. Oh, uh, with don't a, worry. With a fourteen, uh, you're really not that sure. Uh, you didn't even know this dimension existed. Before, what, hours ago? Like, you have no clue. I'm still not sure it exists. <laughs> That's fair. You are not sure. Uh, 
Ophelia, even you're a little hazy on the matter. Uh, as far as the realm of dreams goes, it, it seems to be real. You seem to be in a dream. Uh, to the best of your knowledge, dreams can certainly be uh, fiction. However, you think that there's a certain amount of real reality to dreams. Uh, dreams, you think, are influenced by what has happened, what you're thinking about. Uh, so either this is a conversation that has taken place, or it's a conversation that she wants to have take place, and could take place in the future. Okay, so, alright. At least we know that much. So this either did happen, or something like it happened, or she wants it to happen. That literally tells us nothing about what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's more than you had. <laughs> Again, punched in the head for a living. <laughs> Sounds like your own problem. All right. Uh, You're not wrong. Well, I mean, we need to get into your dream. Should we look for a way out of here? I don't know. I mean, maybe we head down the path, go talk to her. I don't know. Does it look like Zyklon's leaving? They're both standing uh, beside each other, uh, still conversing outside of the tent. Okay. Maybe we, uh, you want to move down down the path, see what happens? Yeah, let's take a look down there. Okay. Sure. You guys running, walking, stealthing? What you doing? Probably stealthing. Yeah. Keep a low profile. Go right ahead. Stealth checks. <laughs> oh, God. Eight. Uh, yeah. Eh, that's the 12th. The two of you step out in plain sight. Uh, and as you do so, uh, the both of you kind of bump into one of the, the corners of one of the tents, and one of the, the poles of the tent fall down, and, uh, Pyralis doesn't seem perturbed in the least, but she knew you were there. Uh, her cloak doesn't flutter that much. She was already kind of looking in your direction. However, Zyklon Bloodbane turns and sees the two of you. Elf and a human in my camp, you will die for your transgressions. Initiative! Uh, run! Ten. Uh, Fifteen. Okay. JCPP. I. Pyralis, you think, goes to tell Zyklon, maybe don't worry about it, uh, it doesn't matter, something of that nature. Zyklon's hatred blinds him to all else. Uh, he throws his hands in your guys' direction, and green smoke just erupts out of his, uh, like in between the scales in his hands, and shoots in your guys' direction. Constitution saving throws the both of you, if you please. 17. That is a 10. Uh, with a 17, you're able to hold your breath and, and nothing seems to afflict you. Uh, <laughs> with, with a 10, I... Uh, let's see. Oh! Uh, you take 18 poison damage. <laughs> 
God! What? What? Okay. Ugh. You will never escape here alive. Uh, Ophelia, it's your turn. Uh, can I make a perception check to see uh, what's like what's down the the path? Uh, uh, it would be a uh, bonus action, so feel free. Okay. Uh, that is a 17. So around you guys are a bunch of tents that seem uh, uninhabited. Uh, or maybe they, they're just, you know, everyone's asleep. You have no idea. However, uh, the camp seems quiet and, and pretty standard. The, the, the kind of uh, uh, break in the fence that keeps the camp in uh, where you guys entered originally when you first arrived at the camp in reality, not this land of dreams, uh, that has no guards at it. However, the, the trail into the uh, uh, the trees nearby just seems like a, a black gaping void. Alright, to the void it is. Because <laughs> I'm assuming he's standing at the other end, correct? He's probably about uh, uh, 60 feet away from you guys. Uh, and yeah, he's in one of the tents deeper inside the camp. All right. I'm going to double move and run towards the entrance of the camp. What is that, 60 feet? 60 feet. 60 feet. You're about halfway there. It's 120 feet to get there. Uh, Jean-Claude, it is your turn. I'm going to double move, which is 90 feet for me, and I'm going to book it. Yeah, you run. Uh, you get quite a bit 30 feet further than uh, uh, Ophelia. Uh, Zyklon's turn. Uh, Zyklon goes to try to strike you, uh, Ophelia. What's your AC? Uh, 17. Yeah, you got a 19. Um, it's a creature I can see, right? I, I mean, kind of like he, he could be within line of sight, but he's behind you and you're running from him. So I, I kind of feel like, yeah, the answer could be, yeah. Well, just cause warding flare, it says that it has to be, uh, a creature that I see. Uh, there's no uh, uh, restrictions on range otherwise. Uh, let's see. Oh, nope, 30 feet. <laughs> then I'm afraid you would not be able to. You've already run 60 feet on top of the 60 feet distance you had before. Uh, you take 15 poison damage. Okay. Stream has uh, started off poorly. Well, yeah. Uh, Wasn't this supposed to be the safer option? Ah, really makes you wonder what's coming your way. Ophelia, your turn. Uh, I book it 60 feet towards the... Uh, double move towards the exit. You get to the, the gates and, and step through, and everything goes dark. Jean-Claude Pierre-Paul, Ophelia barely overtakes you as she runs forward and steps through, and she vanishes. Okay, I think I'll stay around, stick around, and 
Chad was like, no, I'm kidding. I'm fucking leaving. Uh, uh, and you swan dive into the void and everything around you changes. And Zyklon's nowhere to be seen. <clears throat> However, <laughs> you guys are in a forest. It looks old. The woods are, are like dying uh it seems like they're like blight has stricken the forest that you're in right now hey haven't we been here before too i don't know have we been here before make a nature check uh, nature okay uh 22 14. With a 22 and a 14, this seems suspiciously similar to the forest that you guys had uh, uh, passed through uh, where the dark times were, uh, just south of Lava Cloud Village. Right. Uh, yeah. my hunch. Yeah, why are we here? I don't know. I would never dream about this place. This must be your fault. Are you sure this isn't your dream? I don't really dream. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> um, this could be still be Pyralis's dream, but I don't know why she would dream of this place. Unless she had something to do with the uh, woods. Do you think? No, she. Doesn't, it doesn't seem like her style. I don't know. I don't even know what her style is. What, what do we know? That's hard. Cryptic and weird. I don't know. Um... All right, so I guess we'll look around. Sure. Uh, Do that. Make a uh, uh, survival check. Uh, 13. Um, 17. With a 13, uh, it's a little hard to, to find your way. You're not really sure what you're looking for. Uh, with a 17, uh, Jean-Claude, you find uh, treks pretty big heavy footprints in the the dirt and you start following them and uh and you guys are making your way through these creepy woods uh both of you make perception checks uh 19 uh, five with a five you don't really notice a whole heck of a lot you're just focused on these uh footprints uh with a 19 you see, uh, uh, as you kind of rise over a, a small hill, uh, you see what looks to be uh, uh, like a, a rabbit burrow, a warren. And as you sort of glance at it as, as Jean-Claude is just stepping forward, uh, and you peek inside with your dark vision, you see what looks to be uh, like a... a set of rabbits but there's something off about them their mouths don't seem the way a rabbit's mouth should uh they almost seem to have like the mouths of like like a an eel like a rounded like lamprey like mouth just something about that doesn't seem natural you've never seen a species of rabbit with a mouth like that and they seem maybe a little larger than normal but it's a pack of them all in one burrow they seem like they should be bunnies but they seem a little bigger 
I I walk away and I let Jean Claude know what I saw. I hate this place. What is happening? And why did you dream about it? I don't think I did. I would never dream about a place like this. I dream about uh, fighting and uh, drinking and stuff like that. I thought you didn't drink. Uh, well, I dream about fighting then and fighting people who are drinking. I don't know. Uh, okay. <laughs> and so you follow the, the footprints. And uh, as you do so, uh, you arrive at a blasted land. The, the earth is charred black. Uh, it kind of comes out into a valley where there's sort of the remains of an old house nearby uh, that are, you know, most of the, the walls have fallen apart uh, and seems dilapidated. And uh, otherwise, there's a well uh, that you see. It's probably about maybe 100 feet from where you're at right now. And the footprints seem to lead to that well. Does this look like the uh, the house from the old man from the... It does. From outside of the town? It definitely does look like that. Uh, it's maybe slightly different in this we weird dreamscape, but otherwise it looks very much like it. Uh, it seems like this is the uh, 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 the Swiftvine family farm, or what remains of it. And it looks like it it's in look worse shape than it was when we initially saw it? looks about the same as when you first saw it. Okay, well, uh, maybe we walk up to the house. Although the footprints go to the well. Maybe we look in the well. Let's check out the well first. Sure, and as you get closer, it's easier to tell. Uh, go ahead and make a survival check on the uh, uh, the footprints. And you can also go ahead and make an investigation check for kind of the surrounding area. Which one uh, do you want? Tw natural 20 on survi survival. I had a natural 20 on the other. <laughs> With a natural 20, I can let you know that these boot prints are very familiar. You think that these are the same boots that Lysander was wearing. With a natural 20... For your investigation check, Jean-Claude, I can let you know that beyond a shadow of a doubt, the boot prints go up to the well, seem to go in the well. You can see scuff marks along the edge of the well going deep down in. However, you can also tell that something climbed its way back out and the boot prints continue on past the valley and back into another tree line on the other side of the property. It looks like Lysander went into this well, came back out, and kept walking. I don't remember Lysander ever going into a well, do you? I don't know. I barely remember Lysander at this point. Um, yeah, isn't that weird? It's really strange. He just disappeared. It's very crazy. Uh, I guess... Do we want to check out the house, or do we want to follow the footprints? Well, if there's a chance that we can figure out what happened to Lysander, maybe we should follow the footprints. I would say that's a good idea. Let's go follow the footprints. Absolutely. And you guys follow the footprints through 
the this terrible landscape. It's as if acid or fire just scalded it down to nothingness. And you guys continue into the woods. And it seems like more of the same. As you guys walk, uh, you get the nasty feeling like maybe you're being watched or something. And uh, at one point, a, uh, a crow lands on a, a branch up above you guys. And it flies off rather quickly. But for the briefest of moments, you feel like you might have seen its eyes popping out of its head. And you continue on. And finally, the kind of field opens up, or the, fo the forest line kind of comes to a stop, I should say, and a field opens up. And it seems like it's grass. It doesn't seem like it's nearly as nasty and dead and blighted like the, the lands before. Uh, but this isn't like Lava Cloud Village. This seems to lead up to a mansion. I don't remember seeing a mansion earlier. I don't remember a mansion at all. Um, you don't remember villagers talking about a mansion? Uh, and this, you think, shouldn't be far from Lava Cloud Village if this is indeed something that exists nearby Lava Cloud. You're not sure. You're not sure whose dream this is, if anyone's. I wonder if this isn't... I wonder if this isn't your dream... Unless you visited a mansion without us. I mean, not that I was invited to. Did you break um, into the mansion? Nah, I fighted a bunch of them. Um, let's see. Uh, so the, the footprints go up to the mansion? The footprints sort of stop at the edge of the the forest here as the it's now grass and there's not as much dirt and mud. Uh, and so you lose sight of the footprints. Well... Maybe check we out go the mansion. check out the mansion, yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> if you guys want, make perception checks. I can tell you a little bit more about what you're seeing. 19. Five. Man, feast or famine today, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, with a five, uh, you see the mansion. Uh, looks like uh, uh, there's a uh, an old trail that leads what seems to be out to a road. Uh so maybe this is legit? You're not sure. Uh, with the 19, uh, Ophelia, I can let you know a few things. Uh, you see that there's a like a like an old shed out in the back. Uh, you see that it looks like the property, uh, this home, seems to be like on a hill. Uh, and it looks like the property around this uh, mansion does continue on for quite a bit. It's a pretty big area. Uh, it seems decently taken care of. Uh, you think that there's likely someone cutting grass, uh, keeping the, the grounds fairly well kept. Uh, at least it seems to be. Uh, and with the 19, the only other thing I can think to say is, for the briefest of moments, you feel like maybe you're being watched. Like someone's looking at you from inside the mansion. But you look at the windows that you see visible, and three stories, but nothing seems to jump out at you. You don't notice anyone. Uncle. John Claude, I think we should be careful. I, I feel like we're being watched. Well, it can't be worse than uh, having poison shot at us. So, uh, you know, there's that. I wouldn't um, be so sure about that. What's that? I said I wouldn't be so sure about that. There are plenty of things enough. worse. 
maybe uh, we sneak up and kind uh, of be careful as we go along. Yeah, let's let's be careful. But I think once we get up there, we might as well just knock the door, knock on the door. Yeah. Okay. Almost like you're gonna say knock the door down, and I was like, oh man, that's bold. <laughs> bold, bold move. Burn bold. it down. Just burn like, it down from here. It's like Lysander's here himself. <laughs> oh, hilarious. <laughs> So you guys are walking right. up to the front door? Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Absolutely. You guys walk up to the front door, and it uh, looks like there are a uh, few things I can let you know. Uh, there's a knocker on the uh, the front door, uh, which seems to be a uh, tiefling head. Uh, at least that's what it seems to be modeled after. Uh, does anyone speak Infernal? Oh, wait. I, I don't know. I barely speak common. <laughs> uh, something's written in Infernal on the front door. Uh, I mean, you know, if, if a tiefling lives here, it stands to reason. Do we, I mean, granted, we don't speak Infernal, but is it something that we may, is it a phrase we may recognize from something we have seen previously? Possibly. Um, Rule intelligence. I would say standard rolls. They're not with disadvantage or anything. That's not good. Uh, 11. Well, it's better than me. I had a 10. Or, uh, sorry, a 3. <laughs> uh, you guys look at it, and you don't know enough Infernal to, to know what this means. Uh, it seems to be two words. We, but we know it's Infernal. We know it's a tiefling. Uh, tieflings do speak the language of Infernal. So, yeah, that okay. stands to reason. Uh, the little, tiefling uh, head that's, uh, uh, you know, uh, as the knocker, uh, yeah. seems pretty ornate. Looks like, you know, likely someone wealthy lives here. It's a mansion, stands to reason. I mean, we know a couple uh, tiefling. We know a tiefling that lived uh, near the village, Arnold Payne. Oh, that's true. This you couldn't maybe, be his place, could it? I don't know. I mean, this is a dream. Maybe we're in his dream. Maybe we're floating around in dreamland and... We popped into his head. Who knows? Oh, well, I guess it would be nice to see a familiar face. Well, we'll find out. I guess we knock on the door. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, we knock on the door. Yeah, you guys give a knock at the door, and uh, no more than a few moments later, uh, you hear steps coming towards the door, and the door opens. And a rather tall tiefling greets you. Uh, it's not Arnold Payne. Uh, he seems to be kind of big, whereas Arnold was a little bit more, much like many other tieflings, a little bit more kind of uh, thinner, spindly. Uh, this guy seems to be tall, big, broad shoulders, dark red flesh, uh, horns that stand like, you know, kind of shoot straight up. Uh, and it just gives him the illusion of this, like, really, really tall form, even though he himself is just maybe a little taller than no most uh, tieflings. He says, Good Excuse evening. me, sir. Um, we're a little little turned around. I was wondering if you could tell us where we are. Why, you are at the Payne Chateau. Do come inside. You'll catch your death out there. Payne oh, Chateau, uh, huh? So... Which, uh, are you, uh, are you a pain, I would assume? Indeed. My name is Brutus, sir. Uh, Brutus uh, Payne. Brutus Payne. Oh, do you know Arnold? 
Do I know Arnold? Arnold Payne. I'm afraid Arnold Payne is a family member I've not yet had the pleasure of meeting. Okay, oh, he was enough. really nice. He uh, he helped us out before. Uh, very good. I'm glad that someone with my dynasty was able to assist you. Perhaps I can do the same. Please, step this way. And he stands aside to let you in. Ugh. Well, I, I mean, we might as well right, yeah, we go in and figure out where we are. Yeah. And you guys step, step in. And you guys step into the antechamber. Uh, you see down this wide hall, uh, it seems to enter into a foyer. Uh, nearby, there seems to be like coat rooms and stuff uh, by, by the door. And Brutus asks, he says, May I take any of your belongings? Oh, no, we're good. We probably shouldn't stay long. We're, we're actually uh, on our way. I see. Well, do step inside, at least to rest for a little while before heading off along the road again. Oh, that'd be great. Indeed. Uh, and he says, do follow me. And he uh, steps into uh, the uh, grand foyer and he bids you to follow him into uh, what he says is the parlor. Uh, uh, the, well, the drawing room, I should say. Uh, essentially a parlor, uh, which is in the right side of the house. Uh, that would be the uh, uh, east wing. And uh, he has you guys sit down. It's lush, looks beautiful. Uh, there are couches and chairs. He says, do sit down and I'll obtain some refreshments. I don't want to impose. No, by all means. It would be rude of me not to treat a guest. Okay, thank you so much. We'll uh, we'll just hang out here then. Very good. He says, It is interesting that I've had so many guests lately. And he goes to walk off. We should ask him about that when he comes back. I wonder if he's seen Lysander. Well, I might as well ask him and find out. And you guys sit there, and you're in the drawing room, and uh, make perception checks. Oh, Craig. <laughs> uh, you 16. Chateau, you son of a bitch. Um, what are we doing? Perception? Uh, 11. With an 11 and a 16, you guys listen, and you don't hear footsteps coming back. It doesn't seem like, I mean, you wait maybe five minutes, ten minutes, and Brutus doesn't seem to be coming back. He appears to have uh, gotten lost in his own house. I mean, this place does seem pretty big. I could see that happening. Fair enough. Maybe, I mean, it seems rude to leave, but I don't want to, I don't want to impose upon him. I don't know. You want to poke around? Well, let's just walk back towards the entrance and see and see if we see him. Okay, fair enough. Let's do that. Perception checks, the both of you. Uh, 18. Yeah, 11. With an 11, uh, you're focused on the, the path ahead, and you don't see any movement in the grand foyer. Uh, you kind of peek around, look up, and... You know, staircase goes up. You don't see anybody. You don't hear anyone. Uh, the estate seems well taken care of, but you don't see hired staff. You don't see hardly anybody. 
you don't see anyone. However, Ophelia, you do notice I uh, movement. You look down the hall of this east wing, and you see what looks to be a dwarf stepping into a room down at the end of the hall. And it looks suspiciously like Lysander. Oh, Jean-Claude, I think I saw him down at the end of the hall. You saw who? Lysander. Really? He's pretty loud. I would have heard him. I don't know. It looked just like him. I think we should, I think we should head down there. Okay, let's go do that. Uh, you guys head down the hall to the room that uh, Ophelia uh, thought she saw him in. And uh, as far as that goes, you pass, uh, uh, let's see, uh, there's a room uh, to your left that you completely skip by. Uh, but otherwise, you uh, continue on, and there is a uh, room down at the end of the hall uh, that's closed. And that's one I think I saw him come out of. Yep. Or go in. Um, I want to knock on the door. You knock at the door, and there's no response. Uh, Lysander, are you in there? You ask for Lysander. And there's no response. All right, I'm just going to peek my head in, so I try to open the door. Perception check. Uh, 14. With a 14, uh, you peek inside, and uh, there's quite a few paintings in here, but as you look around, you don't see any forms. Did you want to look inside and get a better look? Um, yeah, let's, let's walk in now and see what we can see. Sure, you open the door, and nobody's hiding behind the door or anything. Uh, and you guys see that this is a gallery. Uh, there seems to be a lot of paintings uh, along the wall on either side. Uh, and there's even a, a painting in kind of the center of the room down at the far end. Do we Ooh, recognize the anything up? in the painting? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, sure. So you look around. Uh, Ophelia, the first picture you look at on like the left side of the wall as you peek around, uh, it looks to be a uh, uh, almost like a, a still life drawing, like a uh, of a well, and it looks suspiciously like the well that uh, you had seen uh, before. But as you take a look at it, uh, it looks like there is one stark difference. Uh, you notice what looks to be, uh, and it's it's rather smallly drawn, but it looks to be like a tendril, a fleshy tendril that has an eye at the end of it, seems to be poking up out of the well. Well, that doesn't seem right. I... Uh, Jean-Claude, as you look to the, the other side of the wall, uh, you see a uh, uh, painting that looks to be a, a hill that a star is falling on. Uh, you think it almost reminds you of the hill that this mansion is built on. Uh, it seems like, like a star is falling out of the sky and landing on this hill. Uh, it's a rather fanciful drawing. Uh, kind of the colors sort of blend together. Uh, and it's, you know, that's all you really get out of that one. Ophelia, this hill, 
I mean, it kind of looks like where we're at, but uh, there's no house in this picture. It's just the hill and the star. That star looks like it's falling. I wonder if that's from before the mansion was built. I don't know. Maybe. Does it look like the star... It, I'm sorry, did you say it looks like the star is falling right on the hill? Uh-huh. Looks like it's falling out of the sky and right towards the hill, as if it hadn't made impact yet. But it looks like it might. Looks like it would, yeah. Okay. Huh. I wonder if that actually happened. I don't know. No idea. What else do we mm. see? You look to the next painting, and uh, the the next painting you see uh, looks to be uh, a picture of Lysander. Whoa, that's weird. Did you see this? Is that that's Lysander? Why is it this picture like here? So it looks to be a picture of Lysander. Uh, however, the odd thing is that he seems to be arguing with someone. Uh, the, uh, uh, the person that he seems to be arguing with is rather large, seems to be a human, uh, as far as that goes, it, uh, uh, seems to be a barrel-chested human with a, kind of a smaller head and a huge body, uh, he's got black hair, short black beard, uh, and he's loaded with weapons. He has, like, weapons all over him. And he seems to be, in the picture, the large man is pointing behind Lysander as if he's, like, maybe kicking him out, booting him out. You're not sure, but they seem to have some kind of disagreement, uh, and it's a little hard to, to tell. Uh, if you guys want, you can roll history on the picture, and you might learn more. <laughs> That's a one. Ooh, I got a six, so, you know, that's slightly better. Looks uh, like we're not learning nothing today. That's your first critical fail of the day right there, uh, <clears throat> Ophelia. Yes. Uh, neither of you have any idea who that is. Uh, you look at the uh, the painting, and it says, uh, Flat Chimarazon expels Lysander. Do you know who Flat Chimarazon is? I have no idea. And expelling? Like, like from school? I don't understand. Was he, was Lysander in school? Expels could I mean, be he, kicked out of anything. Huh. Groups. He doesn't seem like he would have gone to school. No, not really. <laughs> uh, not that I would know. Um, okay, well, that's weird. Um, I guess Lysander has been here before. Why would there be a painting of this moment, though? I really don't know. This whole thing is very, very strange. And who would want a painting of Lysander? Not me. Um, all right, so what else do we see? Well, before you move to the, the far right side of the wall, the central portrait catches your eye. It seems like it's a picture, like a portrait of some people at a party. You see uh, Brutus Payne is in the painting. Uh, you see... Uh, uh, a gnome, you see a human and a uh, wood elf that are all kind of center stage of the, the portrait, uh, as well as a, a rather odd looking human with like silvery kind of platinum hair. Uh, and his smile seems odd, as if he has like sharp pointy teeth, like rows and rows of them. Uh, everyone else at the party has a big smile, uh, and they seem to be having a great time. Uh, and yeah, it, it's 
there's something just really odd about it. There's like balloons. There's you know something about the painting seems peculiar, though you can't put your finger on it. This is a weird one, man. Um, I don't know why it's weird, but it's weird. Do you recognize anybody in the picture? I don't think so. I mean, there's Brutus, but that's about it. Brutus is the only one that you recognize. Yeah, that's about it. it I, I agree. It's weird they would have balloons and shark mouth guy over there and the, a gnome and a human and an elf. I don't it know. It almost sounds like our group. It does kind of sound like our group a little bit, but uh, huh. It's very strange. I wonder what they were. It looks like they were, what, celebrating? I, I don't know. Maybe. Look to be a party of some kind. Huh. I guess maybe we ask Brutus, Brutus about it if we find him. Yeah, looks like it was a big deal, whatever it was. As you guys get to the, the far right wall again, there are two paintings that stand out to you. Uh, one is of Lysander. It seems to be him on his hands and knees, holding his head, surrounded by darkness and eyes, as if the eyes are looming in the darkness. Uh, that's a scary picture right there. I hope he's not in trouble. The it's other weird. Why? Are th- the other painting is almost too plain. You almost skip past it. However, it dawns on you, and you do a double take, and Ophelia, you clutch the case you're holding tight and look at it, and then look up at the painting, and it's as if it's somebody drew the case that you're holding as if it's just sitting there, like as if someone put it on a table and someone drew a picture of it. Why is there a picture of the case here? Oh, that is a picture of the case. Okay, so this place is real weird. I don't know what's going on now. No, I don't think we should be here anymore. Yeah. The sound of glass shattering behind you immediately causes you both to whirl around and see Brutus Payne, who's dropped a tray of drinks onto the ground. Oh, Brutus, are you okay? You seem to have dropped some drinks. Tell me, my good travelers, where did you find that case? Oh, it Uh, was given to us. Perhaps I could persuade you to hand that case over to me. Oh, I'm very sorry. We were hired to deliver it. Perhaps I've not made myself clear, madam. Maybe I should be a little bit more forthcoming. Perhaps you could hand that case over to me. Perhaps you need to. Perhaps I deserve it. Perhaps I need it. Roll insight checks. Uh, 18. Uh, 7. With a seven, you're having a hard time reading him, but he's weirding you out. Ophelia, he certainly still has that air of politeness, of manners, in the way he speaks, 
and his, you know, politeness is, is on full display still. However, there's a weird mania to his voice now. He seems very, very enthralled by that case. And it gives you a really nasty feeling. Do you know anything about this case? I do, madam. You should be handing it over now. I need it. I deserve it. It'll help me more than you can imagine. What's, what's in it? Is it something that belongs to you? It is something that does not belong to me, but should belong to me. Do hand it over. And he holds his hands out for the case and sort of takes a couple steps forward, leaving the doorway uh, uh, maybe about five, ten feet behind him. Kind of, I kind of clutch the the case and take a take a step backwards, and I'm like, I, the, the, we were hired to deliver this. I'm really sorry. I can't just give it to you. I do believe. Maybe you could work out a deal with. I do believe you must hand it over forthwith, if you don't mind my saying so, madam. And he's now ten feet from the door and about ten feet from you guys. What would you like to do? Jean-Claude, I think we should leave. I think you're right. Um, are, are we able to... Because he's more toward the center of the room? Yeah, he's about in the center of the room. So we could feasibly run by him out the door. Yeah. You want to do that? Let's give... Yeah, let's let's take a break for it. Let's do that. Uh, go ahead and roll initiative. Uh, 16. 8. I throw this dice away. Get new one. Re- just retire that one. I know. Ophelia, it's your turn. Alright, so I guess I'm going to try to double move and run run to the door. Dash action. Uh, with 20 feet of your 60 feet of movement, you get past him into the hallway. Uh, do you want to continue running for the front door somewhere else? Um, let's. Tr- I'm going to try for the front door. Sure. Uh, with your remaining 40 feet of movement, you dart down the hall, and you're almost to the uh, uh, Grand Foyer. Uh, Jean-Claude Pierre-Paul, it is your turn. Yeah, I double move 90 feet. You move 90 feet. You're now in the Grand Foyer past uh, Ophelia. Brutus screams behind you. Give me that case, madam. And he storms down the hall towards you. And as you take a glance behind you, it seems like he's now holding what looks to be a a large cleaver. You don't know that he had it in his hands beforehand, but he certainly has one now. Uh, He moves only about 30 feet. As he gets into the hallway, you think maybe he drew the weapon as an action? You're not sure. Ophelia, it's your turn. Uh, I'm going to continue to move uh, towards the door, the front door. Yeah, with 60 feet of movement, you dart into the uh, antechamber, and uh, you're maybe about 15 feet away from the front door. Jean-Claude Pierre-Paul, it's your turn. Um, so if I single move, can I get to the door? Uh, double move would get you to the front door. Okay. 
then I guess I'll double move to the front door and try and open it. You get to the front door, and it's a standard action open the door, and so you're stuck there for now. You guys see Brutus round the the uh, corner into the uh, grand foyer, and he is uh, heading towards the front door where you guys are stopped. You will never escape the pain, Chateau, sir and madam. Ophelia, it's your turn. All right, I'm going to move towards the door and try to open it. You get to the front door. Roll a d20. Uh, 18. With an 18, it is unlocked. All right, so I'm going to open the door. <laughs> you throw open the uh, door, and uh, you see nothing but a black void on the other side. I'm going to try to step through it. <laughs> and you step through it, Jean-Claude. Going through the void. And you jump into the void, and you guys leave the pain chateau behind you. However, as you guys are going through this void into some other dreamscape, you're very sure you hear the unmistakable cries of Lysander screaming for help. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks like a behind the scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.